When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, McFarland, McFarland Energy, thanks so much once again for sponsoring the Bradford Show. It's my favorite time of the week, and I'm not even lying. Uh, who says no Wednesday? We had Gordo, we had Sammy, and now we have Big Sox guy, Jeff Runnels, right? Correct, Runnels, right? That's correct, yes. I've asked that before. I do not want to mispronounce names, but no, most never. importantly, Big Sox guy on Twitter. Um, one of the better tw- uh, Red Sox Twitter accounts, I'm just going to say, Jeff. Appreciate that. That means a lot. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean it. And Coop, Coop can uh, back me up on that. Oh, I right? vouch Coop? for that. I vouch yeah. for that big time. All right. So, and and we've been very, very fortunate. And this is one of the reasons why this is one of my favorite days. Is that because when we started this, you know, we can, you can do like these trade proposals and they, they, they just don't make any sense. I think Coop, again, back me up on this. You're basically like my, uh, my, uh, Andy Richter saying like you disagree with everything I say. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, but there uh, it is. But yeah. Everyone, everyone, <laughs> every every trade proposal that we've had has been good, has been like thought provoking and good. Correct? Yeah, they've been well thought out. Like everyone in in the pre once again the pre show notes. I I love them just because you get like a look into whoever's hopping on like their brain and what they value and kind of where they want to see this team going. Because I think that's the most interesting point is just like. As much of a hive mind as Red Sox Twitter can be, <laughs> like everyone at the end of the day is like secretly hoping for something that like that they can really rally behind and like really become like a fan of. So this is why I love this aspect because like you get behind the Twitter accounts and you really get to see like what these guys value. So I'm, yeah, I, I was like excited to see what I was excited to see what you put forth ahead of us today. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm and, I, and I feel like we're we're pushing uh, we're pushing people to be better. And, and and more creative and people are coming through. And so, Jeff, you played baseball in college. So there you go. You like baseball. We can confirm that. Yeah, right. confirmed. I, uh, baseball's my sport, that's for sure. Uh, Red Sox, number one. I'm also a big Celtics and Patriots fan. And uh, Bruins a little bit. Uh, admittedly, more of a, a fair weather hockey fan because I never played. But, um, yeah, yeah, baseball's my sport. I played uh, four years at Plymouth State. Um, so nothing, nothing too crazy, but some good ball in the little East conference, uh, up in new England. So listen, the little East is big time when it comes to, uh, New Hampshire baseball, uh, but, but yes. Coop, uh, Coop, uh, Jeff and I were talking about though. He's from Wolfboro, right? So I did a postgraduate year up at Brewster Academy in Wolfboro. And Jeff, the thing is, so like our team sucked. We were obviously really, really good at basketball, but we were, did you we, play baseball at Brewster? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was oh, nice. like, yeah, okay. it was like. It was basically, it was an afterthought, but the bizarre thing. So Lake Winnipesaukee, like, so I played shortstop and throw it the, the, the path from a shortstop throw to first base was directly into the yeah. wind off Lake Winnipesaukee. Yeah, yeah. Like this is talk about like, talk about. So it felt like you were throwing from third, most likely. Uh, third. It felt like I was throwing from like three fields away. I mean, it's, you don't understand. Like this should be a scientific experiment. This should be something that the the uh the hist- baseball historians break down for years to come <laughs> what how difficult it is 
to throw against the Lake Winnipesaukee win from shortstop to first. I don't, I, I don't know about you, Jeff. Like, I don't know. What position do you play? Uh, so in high school, I pitched and played short. In college, I pitched and played outfield. But you played to the public school across the street, Correct. and they smartly did not make the shortstop throw to first base uh, straight into the wind into off the lake. lake. Correct. Yeah, that's correct. We uh, we were a little bit we weren't so fortunate to be right on Winnipesaukee as uh, the Brewster camp. Well, you know, that's, that's cost my parents a little a few mo- <laughs> bucks, but it was it was well worth it. Anyway, uh, speaking of well worth it, we're gonna get right to these trade proposals. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you uh, just trade proposals, and then Jeff, I want you to explain. I know that you gave the explanations, but I want you to explain yourself. All so right. um, the first one, bullpen help which I don't know if you know this, the Red Sox need bullpen help. Um, so the Red Sox, this trade is with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Red Sox receive David Bednar, all-star, closer, Will Crow, and the Pirates get Jaron Duran, Nick York. Um, oh, my goodness. Welcome on. Welcome on. Hmm. You got How it. How do you say his name? I That's my him. guess. All right, welcome. That, that's how I say it. He's yeah. a, uh, listen, everyone. All like they didn't know that's how you said it, Coop. Uh, <laughs> welcome in Gonzalez, thirteenth overall prospect. Are these going off Sox prospects rankings? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Correct. Good job. Excellent. There, there are official rankings of this podcast. Um, Gonzalez, thirteenth rank, and Hilberto Jimenez, thirty ninth rank. Oh my god! Like this, I just before we go on, how far has Hilberto Jimenez fallen? Holy mackerel! I mean, yeah. this guy. I think at one point. He might have been up to like the fifth rank prospect, and now he he's definitely top ranked. ten. I remember they had him top ten. So for a while, for, yeah, for a while. All right, all right. Uh, so in synopsis, Bednar Crow, two pitchers for Duran York, Gonzalez Jimenez. What do you got? Um, yeah, so like you said, uh, obviously the Sox need bullpen help. I'll elaborate a little more on that in a second, but uh, looking at it from the Pirates side of things. Um, so the Pirates are not close to being in a position to win uh, anytime soon. It doesn't appear. They haven't won more than 69 games since 2018, I think. Um, they lost 100 games each of the last two seasons. Uh, Bednar did have a breakout season in 21. Uh, he did show some regression this past year, uh, but still posted a 2.61 ERA, 2.44 FIP. Um, had a whip of 1.12. Batting average against, or expected batting average against was 2.16. Uh, 33% K rate, like you said, was an all-star closer this year. Um, and then Will Crow had the best season of his three-year career so far. Um, he had a 4.38 ERA, 4.31 FIP, um, but did have a 50% ground ball rate and ranked in the 86th percentile um, and barrel percentage. Uh, so for a team in the Pirates that doesn't really look ready to compete anytime soon, uh, relievers often provide more value in the return that they can bring back uh, to help jumpstart a rebuild than they do in a bullpen, sitting in a bullpen, waiting to be used in games that uh, most often they're going to be losing. Um, trading Brednar and Crow can bring back some high upside prospects, um, as well as Duran, who's more MLB ready, um, which could better fit Pittsburgh's timeline for winning rather than wasting the uh, the primes of Bednar and Crow. Um, York is uh, obviously middle infield prospect. Sox prospects has him potentially as a future uh, all-star and batting champion. Gonzalez could uh, project as a uh, mid-rotation guy for them, uh, a live arm in the middle of their rotation uh, in the future. Um, like we mentioned about uh, Jimenez, he was a, a former top prospect. He's fallen off, but uh, could could benefit from a new system potentially. And um, Duran uh, possesses some of the best speed in the sport. 
Um, another guy that could drastically benefit from a change of scenery uh, to a less pressure environment. Um, and then if the Pirates do move forward with trading Brian Reynolds, even if they don't, but especially if they do, uh, Duran could slot in as an everyday player for them immediately. Um, not only this year or next year, rather, but, you know, for the next four or five years, potentially. Uh, from the Red Sox side of things, again, obviously the need for high leverage bullpen arms uh, was obvious. Bednar could immediately slot in as the Red Sox closer. Uh, and then Crow could provide another arm with upside uh, that has a proven ability to, to miss barrels. Uh, both guys under team control through 26. And then Bednar especially could be a big piece in the Red Sox, the next Red Sox bullpen uh, that could contend for a World Series. Um, just a, a little bit more on it. So looking, trying to find comparable trades that have happened, something to go off of. Um, the Yankees gave up their number seven overall prospect. I, I'm not sure who it was, but mm. I think it was their seventh overall for Scott Efros at the deadline. Um, Sox are obviously giving up a decent bit more than that, uh, but are getting two relievers with upside and, and one of which uh, is an all-star or was an all-star closer this year. Uh, so that's kind of my thought process behind it. Curious to see what you guys think, if it's something that makes sense, if we're giving up too much, if, if maybe Pittsburgh's not getting enough. Uh, curious on your thoughts. All right, cool. Snap out of it. What do you got? I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I, so, like, the bullpen has always been the issue. Um, even, like, going back to 2018 when that team, like, they were world beaters, like, bullpen is always the question. And it – I feel like that is a cliche when you get down to postseason baseball is every team is always worried about their, you know, their bullpen. Uh, unless you're the Guardians this year. Like the Guardians were a wagon. Um, but as far as cheap help, the Pirates are always the go-to, like, team to go to. They are the go-to. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, like, yeah. I, I would be so frustrated if I was a Pirates fan. But you hit the nail on the head at the very beginning. It was just they're never looking to compete. They're just a farm system for the rest of the MLB. And I think that if you can give the, I think Duran would be someone that they do look into. And Duran was the guy that we kept mentioning last week as well. But I seriously think despite the troubles that he had up at the, up at Fenway this year, teams still probably would value him just because of the way he performs at triple a. And like you said, the wheels that he has. So I, I think this one could go through. I think, Maybe you have to throw in a little cash considerations just because the pirates are cheap. Um, but otherwise, the the guys that you have laid out, I'm I'm confident that it could go through. Yeah, I, mean, I, I am the ESPN trade machine. You are. It's <laughs> confident. Hold on. Can we can we put can we put like the coop is confident this can go through? That that is official. Yeah, that this is actually the coop confidence in for the interval. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that you should have it on like the bottom of the screen here that like. A little Excellent. meter, like as, as you like, as you talk more, it'll like go up or down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's gonna that's gonna require a ton of computing power. So I don't know if that's I don't know okay. if I can handle that. There you next go. Off season. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, Duran and York. I mean, this is the Duran and York trade, right? This yeah. is basically yeah. what Pittsburgh is saying. You know how how do they view them? Because you know, with the Reds, when you trade for relievers, I don't know if you know this, but you know whether it's. Carson Smith, whether it's Tyler Thornburg, this is it's a risky proposition mm -hmm. anytime. But that said, you know, they have to they have to start searching for some semblance of certainty in the bullpen. And you know, you, you look at these guys, it's it's a risk worth taking. I just want to know like how Pittsburgh values Duran in York. And that's the tricky one, right? Because 
York, start with him. You, you, you mentioned that that Sox prospects a future batting champion. Well, you know, he had a bad year in the minor leagues. He's good at the Arizona Fall League now. Mm-hmm. How do they hurt him? Which maybe he isn't a pro per se, but he, he was battling injury this year, so that affects it for sure. But right, and so you know, so and, and you know, there is something to be said when a guy mm-hmm. is picked, even though people, some people think they reach for him in the first round. When a guy is picked that high, that's how baseball views him. It's sort of like in the NFL. When if a guy like they track these guys coming out of high school, and if they're like a five-star recruit and underperform in college, they still value them at some point. Like they'll always value them because of the, the upside and the talent. Mm-hmm. So I'd be interested to see how Pittsburgh, but it is it is interesting, as you said, spoiler alert, they need bullpen arms, they need reliable bullpen arms. This is definitely one way to get them. I'm not averse to it. Uh, my um, my meter isn't uh, is quite uh, popping like coops, like in terms of like all being all in, saying this is absolutely something. There's something about this I just don't feel like Pittsburgh would go for. And in maybe it's because they know that, like especially with Bednar, they're like this is our guy. Like we need to hit on this guy. I don't know. But, You're giving Charrington more credit than me. Well, there you go. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, it's true though. I mean, they didn't, they held on to him this year, obviously with uh, maybe his stock was a little bit down. So uh, maybe they'll give him another. I mean, year. He still has how many years, how many years? Of uh, he's through 26. So yeah. what's that? So, another four years. So yeah. they, they got time. That's, that's, they good. do have time, but I like it. All right. We're going to move on to the next one. Uh, a young ace, which is another thing that you could always use. We've, we've talked about this, whether it's a young ace, old ace, I think we had, who was it? Was it Gordo or Sammy had the Lance Lynn trade? Um, I yeah, like that one. I, it would have been the first one. So yeah, Gordo. that was Gordo, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Sammy had Logan Webb. Logan Webb. That was a good one. That was the blockbuster. I always love, and you have, spoiler alert, you have a blockbuster coming up. We should yeah. mandate that, Coop, that all all You have these, to have one blockbuster. You have to have at least well, one I had, blockbuster. I had said in the first one, I want to see more uh, Shane Bieber uh, trade proposals. I know you so. <laughs> Nothing again. Nothing again. I almost threw one in there for you, but I wanted to get original. No, I I appreciate that because it 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 can get old. But I love Shane Bieber. Yeah. In fairness, I mean, you're not allowed to talk about Shane Bieber for three more days after thinking that he was going to be a free agent this year. Um, Anyway, that was a that was a bad look. (laughs) All right, here we go. Young Ace Red Sox. This is with the Kansas City Royals. Red Sox uh, receive Brady Singer. And the the Royals received Brendan Walter, eighth ranked prospect, Edison Paulino, ninth ranked, Emmanuel Valdez, the guy who got in the Vasquez trade, and Bobby Dahlback. So Walter, Paulino, Valdez, Dahlback for Singer. What do you got? All right. Uh, so similar to Pittsburgh, um, Royals have or don't appear to be in a position to win uh, immediately. They haven't had a winning record since 2015. 2022 was their worst season since 2018, other than the shortened 2020 when they only won 26 games. Uh, They don't appear ready to win now. Trading Singer, uh, who still has three years of control for a package of prospects, uh, may better align with the prime of a guy like Bobby Witt Jr., who uh, looks to be the future star of their team. Uh, the Royals farm system currently ranks 21st in the MLB, according to MLB.com. Um, and interesting, um, they're, of their top 17 prospects, only one of them is a middle infielder. Uh, that kind of that blew me away when I, when I discovered that. But mm-hmm. So this would improve their farm system, um, acquiring three of the Red Sox top 14 prospects, uh, plus a major league ready bat. 
Paulino and Valdez uh, would immediately become their second and third ranked middle infield prospects, each of which are at two different stages in their development. Uh, Valdez would provide a bat first talent uh, that likely would garner MLB looks uh, this coming season or next season. Uh, while Paulino can play all three infield spots other than first base um, and could provide a future for them potentially at either second or third if a guy like Nick Lopez or Michael Massey uh, doesn't stick with Kansas City in the next few years. Uh, Walter, of course, brings Kansas City a legitimate pitching prospect to help offset the loss of Singer's arm, uh, but on a contract that better fits the Royals' timeline, um, and he could get a shot at their rotation as early as this coming season as well. And then Dahlbeck, um, obviously, we know what Dahlbeck is at this point. I think uh, just like Duran uh, from the previous proposal, he is a guy that could drastically benefit from a change of scenery, uh, much like Andrew Benintendi did uh, when we sent him to Kansas City. Um, and then Kansas City uh, would undoubtedly really welcome Dahlbeck's power to the lineup. They ranked, I think, 26th in home runs last year. They, they ranked 24th in runs scored, despite being in the middle of the pack, I think like 14th ranked in uh, hits. Uh, from the Red Sox side of things, obviously they get a young arm with three years of control uh, who could develop into a legit number two on the pitching staff, uh, maybe even uh, maybe even a number one, depending on who else is in that rotation. Uh, Singer bounced back from a down sophomore season in 2021. Uh, this past year, he had a 3.23 ERA, 3.93 expected, uh, 3.58 FIP, 3.30 expected. Uh, also posted a 49% ground ball rate, good for 10th in the MLB with a minimum of 150 innings pitched. And with a healthy Trevor Story with an improved defensive Red Sox infield, that's a, a matchup that could potentially bode well for the future. Um, looking at comparable trades, this one was a little bit harder to find. Um, I, I looked at the Sean Manaya trade. Uh, Oakland sent Manaya and Aaron Holiday uh, in exchange or to San Diego in exchange for two prospects. Um, Singer does have two more years of control than Manaya did at the time and is four years younger than Manaya was. Um, then kind of on the other side of things, Luis Castillo uh, returned four prospects uh, to Cincinnati. Three of I think three of them were top five in Seattle's organization. Um, Castillo, of course, is more established, more dominant numbers prior to his trade but Singer has two and a half more years of control and is three years younger. So my thought is maybe somewhere in between the Castillo and Manaya trades could be a, a reasonable return, but maybe I'm way off again. Curious, uh, curious on your guys thoughts here. All right, Coop. What's the Coop meter say? Uh, the Coop meter is probably at about like 50, 50 right now. <laughs> um, I like this. Heim has a history now with the Royals and I correct me if I'm wrong here, Rob, but I would imagine that GMs tend to go to the well with guys that they know. Yeah. Except, yeah well, except that they just let go of their president of baseball operations. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Oh my God. How, how long ago? I, I'm in my red. Between, bubble, so. between, between Shane Bieber becoming a free agent and not knowing that Dayton Moore has been let go. What's All right. Wrong? First of all, I'm doing all this editing for you. I know. I'm, I'm neck I know. deep in this stuff. I'm, I I, really I'm not criticizing. I'm not. I, no, it I, sounds like you're criticizing. <laughs> no, that? it's it's an embarrassing mark on me. I get that. No, but here, listen, I'm going to save you, okay? Because there's other members, J.J. Piccolo and some of these other guys in the Royals uh, organization, which they dealt with, that are still there. So, yes, there is a history probably that they talked to with the Benintendi trade. So I was just giving you crap. Anyway. No, as you should, as you should, you got to hold people accountable. Hmm. Um, but the, the, the thing is, is that I, 
you have to move these middle infielder prospects that we have, especially with, you know, does Xander come back? If he does, all right, now that in we have Marcelo Meyer, Marcelo Meyer is supposed to be our future. Of course, like prospects never work out the way that you want them to. It, it's very rare that they do work out the way that you want them to. But, you know, number one overall dra- uh, draft pick or number one overall prospect in a draft, like typically they pan out. Um, but with that being said, you're going to have to start moving these prospects. And I think this would be the season to do that just because no matter what happens, you're going to have a shortstop in that position next year that you want to be able to win with. Um, so I, I like the idea of starting to move those middle infielders. The, the only issue though, is I don't know if the Royals are also willing because they are, or they're trying to be a young team especially with Bobby Witt and he's going to be their centerpiece for, you know, who knows how long. Um, so I, I think it could go either way. I also, I'm not sure <laughs> this would be the pitcher that Heim would go for. This is the ultimate 50, 50. It is. No, it's seriously. Cause it's not it, like, I like where Jeff's head is at. Um, I just do because too. Like, I, so the, the middle infielder move I think is going to be the big thing this off season for Heim just because we are so backloaded there. Mm-hmm. So I, I would just say this is that um, I think, I think that the Royals, like I, I it, it's interesting to me because, you know, you have pieces in Walter and Paulino, obviously Valdez, the guy they got in Vasquez and Dahlbeck, you can make a case for all of them. I mean, Walter, we've said this before, Walter came up on previous trade proposals about how the Red Sox really like we're not going to trade him when when teams start asking for him. This is back in 2021. Yeah, 2021. Now he had a little bit of uh, injury problems this year. Um, But my thing with this, Jeff, is that I just want I think that the Royals would want more certainty. Like there's no such thing as certainty with prospects, right? But mm-hmm. uh, a little bit more down the road of certainty um, because all these guys that you mentioned, you know, Walter, like I said, injury problems this year somewhat, even though he has this upside. Uh, Valdez, sure, the, the Astros gave him up um, and he had a good year for Worcester. He's had a good year. Maybe he's turned a corner in terms of his professional career, but there was a reason why sort of the Astros gave him up. And Dahlbeck, we know his story about – I think there's a major league player in there, but again, uncertainty. So when you're talking about Brady Singer, the guy that that they are, the Royals are desperate, desperate to find this guy at the top of the rotation. They always have been. Like this has been sort of their great white whale throughout for years, even like when they finally won. I mean, they were going back, you know, they trade for James Shields. Remember that? Like they, they, they need those guys, and and that guy, that is the guy that represents potentially that guy. So anyway, I just think the Royals would probably be looking for a little bit more, you know, certainty or or the perception of certainty anyway when it comes to these guys. So yeah, I don't I don't disagree. I think part of uh, Valdez being moved by Houston had to do with the forty man situation. I don't think they had a spot for him there. Um, so I don't know how that would play into moving him to Kansas city, or if that would even be something that would have to be made before they traded him at this point. Um, but yeah, I, I do understand that. I guess the thought is, is kind of on the, along the lines of in three years, but similar to with Bednar, they're not in a rush because they do still have. Yeah. Three years is man. This um, is, this is a top of the rotation guy with three years of control. 
you know, it, it might not be Blake Snell, but it's not, it's not that far off. Yeah. You no. Know? So anyway, all right. That's a good one. I like it. I like two for two. All right. Just to recap, Coop, the, the first one, what was the Coop meter? If the second first one, one was, was a hard, it was fully confident. Fully confident. Fully confident. So it, it, in the red. That's that's Wouldn't like that 90%. Be in the green? green means go. In, in the green, green means go. Sorry. Yeah. All right. It's in the green. This one was in the yellow. This one was yellow. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. All right. Here comes my favorite one. This is the one, the 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 big one, the blockbuster. Bigger than Logan Webb. Bigger than what was the other one? Uh really oh, you think Bieber. you you think this guy's bigger than Logan Webb? <laughs> I think so. You got I, I will say I think kind of all of these could qualify as blockbusters. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I mean, Singer well, certainly is the biggest yeah. one. Yeah, but but this one, nothing. There, there's there's blockbusters, and then there's the blockbuster. That's right. Which we're gonna keep an eye on all off season. All right, here we go. <laughs> it's for the angel with the angels. It's not for Anthony Rendon. It's Red Sox receive a guy named Shohei Itani. Well, fortunately, they have already made up. Bruins jerseys, Celtics jerseys, and Patriots jerseys with Otani on, which they made up when they were planning to recruit him and never got a chance to recruit him. But they still have the jerseys, and we have photos. Matsusaka should have done a better job. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Come on. Let's go. Let's go, Daisuke. Um, all right. So Red Sox get the guy named Shohei Otani. So you're wondering, who would they give up for Otani? Well, Jeff says, here we go. Ready? Dig in. Dig in. This is going to get painful. <laughs> <laughs> Marcelo Meyer, Miguel Blaze, who now is the third ranked prospect in Sox, Sox prospects, probably will be number two by the time April rolls around. York, Mata, Roman Anthony, which is a guy who I'll probably will use draft pick from last year, probably will also be moving up. And just for uh, poops and giggles, Jeter Downs. Um, all right. How do you when you when you put this down when you type these words, Jeff? How do you feel? You feel when you when you put the punctuation on it? Did you feel good? Did you feel like like this is actually I did I put out my best product and here it is. Um, I do feel like whoever makes it to the twenty five minute mark is going to give me some heat on Twitter for this one, um, <laughs> but I'm excited about it because the Angels have to seriously consider moving Otani this offseason. If it doesn't happen this offseason, I, I feel like he's going to have to get moved at the deadline. I just don't know if they are going to be able to extend him. Um, and, and here's why. So first off, the Angels have the worst farm system in all of baseball, per MLB.com. They've also missed the playoffs every year since 2014. And since Otani debuted in 2018, they have not had a winning record. Um, obviously, this is all with Mike Trout on the team as well. Otani has stated that he wants to have a chance to win. I think he said winning is the most important thing to him. And he's been noncommittal on if he would resign with the Angels when his contract ends at the end of the 2023 20, season. Uh, so with only one year left of team control on Otani's contract, um, like I said, the Angels have to seriously consider moving him rather than so they can capitalize on his value, which like we were we were talking earlier is legitimately unprecedented the, de the definition of that um other than almost certainly watching him walk for free in free agency after next season because um, he said he wants to win and there are certainly big market teams out there that will pay him will make him the highest paid player of all time 
Um, Otani's trade value, like I said, uh, is something it's unprecedented. We really don't know what to go off of because we've never seen a player like him before. So will five top 10 organizational prospects, including the number nine prospect in all of baseball in, in Marcelo, um, then plus a, a former a sixth prospect who was once a top prospect um, at one time, but to, to make that package a six for one deal, adding Jeter Downs in there. Is that enough to make a deal happen? I'm not sure. I, I don't know if it is or not, but it, it would certainly force the Angels to at least have a conversation. Um, and, and then from the Red Sox side of things, I mean, th this would definitely be a blow to a farm system that Bloom has worked very hard to improve over the last few years. Um, but not every prospect is going to have a home on the big league club. Uh, some prospects are meant to be traded. Um, I think Nick York is kind of one of those guys that really fits that mold, unfortunately, just with the story signing. Um, I think he's the epitome of being blocked right now. Uh, but then other prospects like Meyer, like Blaze, um, those guys need to be traded to acquire such a big talent in return. Um, you could maybe say Casas would have to be in there. You could say Rafaela might have to be in there. Um, I was trying to find a way to not give up everybody, uh, but that might not be possible. Uh, we'll see because Otani is a generational talent um, who obviously would would impact the lineup and the rotation um, immediately upon arriving here. Um, as far as finding a comparable trade, <laughs> good luck. I got I got nothing. We've never seen anything like this. So Babe Ruth. Yeah, maybe but that was just for cash. Hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, nothing. Um, well, now, but uh, but anyway. So is this possible? Is it, is it even something realistic to consider? Maybe, maybe not. But I mean, that poses the question: Who says no? We to work that in. Well done. Yeah, that's well a salesman done. right there. There you go. Coop, what do you got? It's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad making you like do the full explanation and everything, but like right up, like alone from like moving on from Shohei Otani, which he he will go down as the greatest baseball player to ever play the game at the professional level. Um, I mean, the Angels are looking to sell their team. They're they're worth two point two billion dollars, and a huge portion of that is tied up in I'm not tied up in Otani, but the valuation that Otani can be for you as a a sports franchise owner um i mean he he's one of the highest selling jersey sales going right now every time he pitches that fifth day the place is filled up I, it's empty all the, like those four other days but so much of the wealth of that team and how people look at that team and really not just the team the franchise is shohei otani right now it is mike trout as well but it shohei otani is the face of baseball maybe Aaron judge, but Shohei Otani is the face of baseball. So they're not going to move on from him. They're not going to, until that team is sold, Shohei Otani is going to be an angel. And that's why they gave him that. Uh, what was it? They extended him 30 million just to avoid arbitration. Correct. This year, or this past season. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So I, I, as much as I would love to see Shohei Otani in a Red Sox uniform, it, it's just like, it's not happening until there's new ownership with the angels. All right, so uh, you all raise good points. I like you personally. I respect your opinion. Um, so the two two things. Number one, Coop, you hit on this, is that when we talk about Otani and how much money he's going to be making and how he's valued, it's like unlike any other player that we've ever seen, it, it, it reaches beyond the field. 
it, it's business-wise, this guy is the most impactful guy that you can ever imagine. I mean, dwarfs Mike Trout. I mean, you go anytime that you see the Angels play, you see like like the Otani presence in that stadium. Anytime he goes, anywhere he goes, anything like that. And, you know, we aren't even talking about sponsorships and so forth and so on. So you have to factor that in. Um, and I'm sure that the Red Sox, when they, if they try to try to put him away, they absolutely factoring that in, in that. You know, you have the same deal when they got Dice Game and they thought they were going to siphon all this money from Japan. And, you know, it sort of worked, but it didn't really. I'm not even talking about it on the field. Anyway, so there's a reason why you would give up this much for this guy besides being to your point, the best player that we've ever seen. Um, the thing is that I come, keep coming back to with these blockbuster trades that we get thrown out is Heimblom, I don't think is wired to make one of these trades right now. Like, I just don't think I like, we're talking about the best player of all time. You, we have all the good reasons for it, but he's still wired to must build up farm system must build up farm system and it goes to back what he said on the podcast about you know like yeah you know when we didn't uh sign Mookie Betts we weren't equipped to give that sort of deal that the Dodgers were because our farm system wasn't there to protect that sort of deal and we feel like it's better it's more along those lines Mm -hmm. but still I don't if they do like this deal that we're talking about I mean you're you're starting from scratch man like I mean, in terms of, uh, you know, start with Meyer, start with Blaze. I do think that you have to throw in a, a major league ready pitcher in here and maybe, Mon- you know, I get it, Mon is there, but you might be having to talk about a Tanner Houck or something like that. Yeah, so again, we're just, we're just piling on names. We're like making a big mountain of names here, but we should. I mean, that's the only way this is ever going to happen. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, to your point, it is. Like I said, it's going to dismantle or really set back the farm system that Bloom has worked hard to to build over the last couple of years. And it really kind of does put you back uh, where you were when you couldn't sign Mookie. That, that's a great point. I do think um, the from the Angels side about, uh, Coop, the point you made about the value that he brings and they're trying to sell the team. Um, I, I just don't I don't know if he's going to stay there because at the end of the day, it's his decision too at the end of at the end of this next season. and. He's he's stressed how much he wants to win, and the Angels just have not proven to him that that um, that they're into win it. They're in it. Yeah. To, to put- I I think it's more of I think it's more of just like you can tell the next owner that you have Shohei Otani because yeah. that's I mean no, like, I, I agree. Bill, billionaires that. are weirdos. Like they they just wanna they want to be able to have like the next best thing and be able to tell their billionaire friends that they have it and they control it, which is like it's really weird to talk about humans that way, but like that's. <laughs> That's what sports is. Yeah. Um, no, so, I agree from the from the team side for sure. Yeah. It's more so from Shohei's side. Once he has the ability to walk, he, yeah, I, I mean, like that's that's the thing is like that's the next owner's problem. But so. the next owner would most likely want to try and keep them and you know turn a Los Angeles team yeah. into a championship. So if they team. if that sale happens this year, then maybe it's a totally different story. But yeah, that um, is, I'm. I, I'm glad that like this conversation came up. Mm. Just it was because... important. It was an important conversation. It yeah. is. I figured I'd be the guinea pig to to break no, it up. No, it was. It was. It was. Listen. It was a important, a very important conversation to have. 
Yeah. Well, and, and mostly just because I th- what's going to happen with the Angels, I think, is going to be really cool. And in also, regards to baseball. And also, this is what people like talking about. If we're going to power rank what people like talking about heading in the offseason, Otani's top five. Yeah, so, he's got to be for every team. I mean, every for every team. team. Anyway, every team. Yeah. All right, uh, Jeff. I know you got to run. I really appreciate the time. Big Sox guy. Not only uh, not only in in reality, not only literally, but also. On Twitter at Big Sox Guy, excellent. Keep up the good work. I uh, hope to have you back on, and you continue the tradition of this being my favorite day uh, of because I, I love good trade proposals. This is and this is the great thing about it. Like right, I mean, we can talk about potential free agent signings, but the 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 more interesting conversations are the one that we just had. I think. Anyway. I, I agree. It's uh, I mean, yeah, free agency is how much money are they going to make? But when it's trades, there's exactly it's a lot like goes into it. A lot harder yeah, it's, like, it's like, why didn't the Red Sox offer as much as them? And, you know, there's that frustration. But the it's the Wild West when it comes to the trade proposals. And listen, yeah. we are hitting the nail on the head. All right. Appreciate, appreciate it, you. guys. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, excited to uh, to continue to listen to uh, the content you guys are putting out.